One time for your mind, two time for your soul. It's your man, Shizzle. Some of you are walking around this morning smelling the slight stench of shit by your face. And you don't know why. I can tell you why. Because you wash your ass first with the fucking rag before you wash your face. So after you wash your ass, you put the shit smell on your face. And you came outside. And you're smelling shit. So it's like, I'm letting you know why you smell shit this morning. So the moral of the story, there is no moral. Just wash your ass after you wash your face. Okay? Because you'd rather your ass smell like your face than the other way around. Than your face smelling like your ass. It's your boy Shizzle. One time for your mind, two time for your soul. If you missed it, go check out the bus build. I got two videos up I did last night, and you can go check out the bus bill for those that are interested in seeing how the progress is coming. So it's your boy Shizzle. Like I said, wash your face first before you wash your ass, because you don't want your face smelling like your ass. You'd rather your ass smell like your face. Appreciate y'all. One time for your mind, two times for your soul. Nothing standing between you and success but air and opportunity. Let's get it. What's up, y'all? It's the world famous Ben to the sounds of the Scramble Life Podcast. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Right, here we go. Here. Yes, yes. We back again with another yeah. episode of the Scramble Life Podcast. What's going on, people? Yeah, yeah. What's going on, world? Scramble. Yeah, yeah. We got Al Scratch on the other line. This is your boy, G. And this is actually episode number three. I know we were off for like a few weeks, but, you know, we back again. We're going to do this thing. Keep it going. We both had things going on in the world, life, because it is a life outside the podcast world and recording and the internet too, shit. Um, but we back, we we back again. Uh, what's been going on with you, man? Good to be back, man. Like you said, a lot of things going on out there in the world, but uh, staying safe. We all know those numbers are stacking back up with this uh, pandemic situation. Yeah. But uh, just trying to maintain and, and be safe as we can. You know, that's about it. All right, all right. Same here, same here. All right, now. The last episode we did, which was episode number two, the line got cut off, and I just said, fuck it, and we ended the show right there. Um, But what we were talking about, we was talking about Prince and the re-release of the Sign of the Times album, which came out in 1986, I think. Um, And one of the things that was being said when we stopped the show was L wasn't in agreement with the whole project being released with a million tracks that Prince may not have wanted to come out. Now, personally, I downloaded the album. Uh, it's 92 tracks total in the version what I got, because I know they have a vinyl version and they have a CD version and some DVDs mixed in there and shit like that. Um, and I, I'm, I'm probably on track 28, let's say, because I did the regular version of the album, which is about 12 tracks, I think, or something like that. Then they did the... Seven inch edits in there, some of the twelve inch mixes, twelve inch edits, and then a bunch of other re- unreleased stuff. Um, what I've heard so far that wasn't on the original version is, I mean, it's, it's okay. Some of the remixes I could have did without, um, and you could just tell that was just some shit he would have never put out. Um, one thing I did hear is that uh, some of the people involved with the A and R, one guy in particular, was A and R for Warner Brothers back then. Uh, so they brought him in to help out with some of these projects. I don't know if it's this one in particular or, or all of them. 
Um, but that's what's going on with that. But what's your thoughts, man? Let's, let's final, finalize your thought on this whole Prince project and all the other projects they've put out already and they're going to put out after this one. Well, you know, just just being, a, uh, you know, a, a Prince fan, like I know there's a lot of more diehard uh, fans out there. We know that, um, you know, he always wanted to take people on a musical journey. And when you just overdosing people with product and content, that's something that I know for for a fact, he probably uh, would have said people can't consume that. It's like having a big festival and a feast of so much food at one time in one sitting. You, you just, it's too much that, you know, you, not that you're wasting the product, but it's like you, if you want to take somebody on a path and, and take them to a destination, you want to slowly guide them and make sure that they can consume and digest and, and actually comprehend everything that you're, you're putting out there. That That's my take on it personally as, yeah. as an individual fan that listens and also as an artist. I think that that's just way too much. I think you said you're you, 28 songs in out of 92? Yeah, I'm like 28 songs in. Let me pull up the track list right quick or try to pull it up. <clears throat> So just some quick math. That's about you. That's thirty percent. You're thirty percent through a project, and you've been doing that now for some days, maybe even a week. It's been about two weeks. That, that's kid, bro. Come on, that's like a lot. That's just my personal take on it. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I kind of agree with you because, um, like I said, some of the shit on there that I'm hearing, I'm like, eh. You know, some of the stuff I'm like, okay, this is dope. So once again, it all right. goes back to who's doing the A and R, and this. I'm sure it's a bunch of politics behind this shit too, but. As a fan, and just knowing how he recorded, I really do want to hear all that shit, but I want it to be put out in such a way where I'll have time to go through it and it's separated from these classic projects. Let's just hear them projects remastered or remake, not remixed, but remastered. You know, you want it packaged were. right. You want it yeah, packaged yeah. right. That's right. Because right now, like I said, I'm like 20 something songs in. And I'm sitting here like, okay, how am I going to get through all this shit? And, and now I'm questioning even if I want to go through. And listen to all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, so, it's like, you know this girl is fine. Mm-hmm. She's dressed accordingly and she's enticing you. And then you got this big slut just coming in with a... you like, come on, I don't even want... Yeah, come on, right. man. I'm not going to enjoy that. You know, let me take your pantyhose off first. <laughs> you know, let me see how you look in that bra. Just, you know, take it to that, you know, realm. That's, the, that's how I like to undress my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got man. me though, right? See, you know what I'm talking about. I bro. know, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> man. But so, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on the project. It's cool. I mean, if you want to get something like that, go ahead and do it. I think it's going for $250 for. Let me see here. I'm gonna check mm-hmm. this shit on mm-hmm. Amazon. Amazon. Or where it is on Amazon. I was just recently quickly watching a video where he was saying, you know, the the, the situation that was happening right now, the labels are no longer needed. Why do we need labels? You know, he had made a reference to the fact, you know, they're just like a delivering uh, company. So FedEx, you know, FedEx does it when they they deliver your package. They don't stake ownership in that. They just deliver the package and they hands off. Yeah. That's what's happening here. Two hundred fifty dollars a clip. I mean, for a collector and an yeah. avid fan, that might be a great situation. Go ahead, bro, with the Amazon thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. Two fifty for the vinyl. So that's for the vinyl pieces. It's two fifty. Let's see. They mm. got a frequently bought together package here for four twenty nine. So that's the sign of the times. Super deluxe two fifty. Super deluxe one forty four thirty. That's the audio CDs. And then it's another vinyl package, which is only two pieces of vinyl. That's thirty four ninety eight. Okay. So yeah, you can all buy right. all so that we... shit for five hundred. <laughs> oh, oh man. 
Yo, man, rest in peace, Prince, man. Rest in peace, we love you, man. man. We, yo, man, yeah, we know this is probably something you would most likely not have done, man, but I know a lot of people out there are going to enjoy the music. And uh, how many how many uh, vinyl is it on this uh, project, G? Let me see. <clears throat> if you just buy it by yourself, how many pieces? Two, four. Because- I'm looking at the picture here. It's two, four, six, eight, ten, about 12 pieces of vinyl. Mm. And it's in a box. Okay. And you get a book with it and a fucking DVD for two fifty. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, just drain the rag for all it's worth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Capitalism. Man. This is capitalism at its best, man. Yeah, you this know? this whole thing is very interesting to follow too, man. I mean, I, I don't want to talk about the print shit too much because we got so much other to talk about, but this whole thing is so mm. interesting to follow from, you know, the labels trying to get back involved with things and People running right. the state, and then and, and you know what? I got a special guest, God willing, that I'm gonna bring on one day to get into this whole thing mm-hmm. from his point of view. I think we talked about it before, but let's just all hope this happens and uh, we we can get a different perspective from somebody right there, right? Uh, talking about the mm-hmm. whole situation. But we're gonna move on from Prince and we're gonna get into yeah. some other things. Um, stupid motherfuckers. Fed's arrest a rapper who bragged about getting rich from filing EDD claims in music video. Uh, yeah, so this will happen. A rapper uh, who bragged in a YouTube video about getting rich from an unemployment scam was arrested last Friday on federal charges of fraudulently applying for more than $1.2 million in jobless benefits, the Department of Justice official said. So this is the mm. dude. His name is Fontrell. Antonio Bangs, 31 years old, of Memphis, Tennessee. All right, he's known online as Nuke Bizzle. I'm sure he has some videos out there because the guy is supposed to be a rapper. Uh, that's spelled N-U-K-E. Last word is B-I-Z-Z-L-E, Nuke Bizzle. So he got arrested. Uh, federal officials say he's currently a resident in the Hollywood Hills and is expected to make his first court appearance Friday not afternoon. Long, not for long, <laughs> Right, Friday not afternoon in the U.S. Court District. <laughs> District Court. In downtown L.A. So Baines was arrested on September 23rd by Las Vegas police and was found to be in possession of eight, eight EDD debit cards, seven of which were in the names of other people, according to an affidavit filed with the criminal complaint against Baines. So in the video, what he made, which which was his music video on YouTube, I don't know if it's still up or not, but we had to look this up. Uh, the video was posted on September 11th, so they put that up. A little over a month ago. All right. And the mm. prosecutor said Baines, uh, let's see, was rapping about my swagger for EDD. All right. And getting rich by going to the bank with a stack of these. All right. While holding wow. up several envelopes from EDD, a second man in the video raps, you got to sell cocaine. I just filed a claim. <laughs> oh man, this is taking on a whole new level of just ignorance just right ignorant, now, bro. Running in your crazy. fucking mouth. So the criminal could. How uh, long this dude do it? Say how long he been rapping? I don't know how long he been rapping, but uh, of course, CG. What I'm saying is, this up? giving rappers a bad name. He said we can't even describe. Come on, it can't be no. They should just say individual ignorant, stupid motherfucker. Right. That's what they should be saying. Because <laughs> when you say rapper, now you degrading rap rappers, man. Oh man, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah, so basically he exploited the pandemic unemployment assistance provision of federal coronavirus relief or the CARES Act. 
uh, that was supposed to expand unemployment benefits to freelance and gig workers. So basically he filed as a freelancer or a gig worker and boom, he got all this money, but he did it with the help of other people. Uh, also, according to the affidavit, affidavit uh, the investigation turned up at least 92 EDD debit cards preloaded with more than $1.2 million in fraudulent obtained benefits mailed to the address that, to the address that Baines had access to out there in Beverly Hills and also Koreatown and, um, and Koreatown. Uh, Hold so, on, wait a minute. You just said 92 cards? Look, man, according to the affidavit, <laughs> the investigation 92? turned up at least 92 EDD debit cards preloaded. Damn, so, so he had the same amount of songs as Prince on this new release. <laughs> Oh man, that, what? How ironic is that? <laughs> I know, right? Putting them, putting them <laughs> together, my brother. Putting them together, yeah, one in one yeah. equals. But yeah, seriously, <laughs> ninety-two cars. So he was really he was running that shit. Hey, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Federal investigators say Baines and his co-schemers allegedly withdrew or spent more than seven hundred and four thousand dollars in cash from the debit cards. Uh, Baines has been charged with access device fraud. Uh, aggravated identity theft and interstate transportation of stolen property. If convicted as charged, he faces a statutory maximum uh, maximum sentence of 22 years in federal prison. Wow, that's now that's serious business right there, G. That's serious business. Yeah. That's... So, so what they do is they get these cards. These cards are preloaded with funds on them. I take it, and they could yes. actually just go and withdraw that cash out. Yeah, kind of like an EBT card, like, you know, the food stamp thing. Gee, man. Wow. So, yeah, all you got to do is file and say, look, I was making this much money and I got this much uh, living expenses to take care of. And then they determine what they're going to send you. But this fool, he he laid it out. 92 cards, man. Wow. Wow. You know, you know that just goes to show you, somebody could be so smart and intelligent, they could work through a system, then lapse and have no what they call common sense to not know, listen, don't put this in front of a camera and, and brag and boast about it. You talking about Umar? No. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not promoting, I'm not saying that's what people should go out and do, but I mean, that just goes to show you, like, come yeah. on, man, you got to be smarter than that. If you're that smart to devise a system to where you can come up, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're he, a little smart. Yeah, he's done, though. He's done. Um, but yeah, that's bye bye. Yeah, bye bye. But we gotta look his music up though and see what this fool is talking about. Matter of fact, hold on a second. Oh here. shit! Don't tell me he got some hot shit that's gonna <laughs> yeah. now blow up. No, this is all. This on, is yo, cause now the marketing plan. This could be it. This yeah. is the whole thing. That's the way to go now, Industry right? Crazy like that. Yeah. Yep. What's the nigga name? Nuke Bizzle. Oh shit! Here we go. Four thousand and eighty. We know what that rule is. All right, Nuke Bizzle featuring Fat Wizard, EDD, official music video, released a month ago, 600, 601,000 views. Hold up, let me put this shit up. Created. Your card now has been activated and is ready for use. <laughs> Please hold while I obtain the information on this account. As of August 29th, 2020, the available balance on this account is $21,000. You know, 2020, the unbelievable. 
Shout out. I just been swiping for EDD. Go to the bank, get a stack at least. This shit here better than selling peas. I made some red that I couldn't believe. 10 cars, then 200 bonds. I got a shout out to Donald Trump. I just might swipe me a long song. I'm in New York having money for I done got rich, I'm an EDD. I ain't hit no more liquors than EDD. And just last night I was selling peas. And I just woke up to 300 G. Don't hit the K off of SBA. It's time to ball like the NBA. 10 cars, I'm swimming 10K a day. Counting the bills of the CPA. You gotta sell cocaine. I can just file a claim. Rats coming straight to the bank. I'm doing shit that you can't. Nigga, I'm smarter than you ain't. EDD scale and it's that you heard about. I be so happy to certify. Get on that laptop, I'm working out. Be 25 clenching for hours. She changed my life and I gotta admit it. More money, I swear I done had in a minute. You mean to tell me I can just wait on the email and get certified for a 20? Damn, this shit hurt better than dealing. Yeah, turn me to a scam or quickly. Yeah, I was just stuck in the cell. Now I said, bad way don't urge you. I just been swiping for EDD. Go to the bank, get a stack at least. This shit here better than selling peas. I made some rent that I couldn't believe. 10 cars, then 200 bonds. I got a shout out to Donald Trump. I just might swipe me a long song. I'm in New York having money for I done got rich, I'm an EDD. I ain't hit no more liquor than EDD. And just last night I was selling peas. And I just woke up to 300 G. Go sit the K off of SBA. It's time to ball like the NBA. Ten cars, I'm swimming ten K a day. Shining the bills of the CPA. Addison 30 car landing one day. Get straight on the phone and activate. Yeah, call BOA, they say I got a date. At 12 o'clock, gotta go swap the case. If you got the name and number, I got the edit. We can put something together. I got the Ellie and Cat. They here for show. Man, them be hit a little better. Alright, enough of that shit. Oh <laughs> <my>. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Two minutes is enough. Ooh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Shit, nigga say he woke up and had 300 waiting for him. Yeah, man. Oh, he <laughs> just put it all out there. Ain't you glad you was raised in a time where shh, ain't nothing? Right. You know what I mean? I'm fucking Children ought to be seen and not heard. You can't, them motherfuckers can't even hold a cup of water, man. No, man, they can't. Putting it out there. Was putting it out mm-hmm. there. Putting it out there. So, yeah, Nuke Bizzle. Check him out on YouTube. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. He out of here. <laughs> All day. So next up in the news world is Ice Cube What's and the on? Trump Platinum Plan. Oh, shit. You jump right in and jump in. That's right. the one, baby. So I'm going to make this short, but a lot of this shit you could go do your own research on and read the different stories. So a lot of people was at Ice Cube's neck because he's been talking with the Trump administration on setting up some things for black folks. Okay, simple as that. Yeah. <sighs> See, man, black people are so easily led. Um, easily, easily you know, led. So if any fucking thing now ain't got Ellen DeGeneres or Tyler Perry or Oprah Winfrey or Gail or one or the Rock or one of the main faces they put out there to tell you, well, you need to go do this. You need to go get your shot. You need to look. This is a case of that because with the Democrats mm-hmm. and Repu- I'm not trying to get super political on the show, but I'm just being real. You got Democrats, you got Republicans. Let's face it, both of them ain't shit. Okay, both of them ain't That's shit. Right. But with Trump, I'll say this: if you read. You know, I was I got into a debate with somebody the other day about this whole thing with the election, and I'm like, and they're sitting there dogging Trump. I'm like, you dogging him because you don't fucking read. Latest supposed Ignorant. shit on the table that he did, latest stuff on the table that the Democrats have done, and this, that, and the other, and compare shit and figure out what's going on here. But like I said, 
they like to pick the true bad guys, which is the one to smile on their face all the time. But what's going on here with this whole thing uh, with Trump, the whole plan for Ice Cube situation was to get Trump to commit to a $500 billion investment, uh, which is considerably more than what was initially proposed in the platinum plan initially. Um, Ice Cube also pushed the Trump campaign to consider labeling the Ku Klux Klan as a terrorist organization to declare Juneteenth a federal holiday. Uh, it appears that Ice Cube was successful as the platinum plan includes promises to increase access to capital by 500 billion, um, though it provides few details on how that will go down. But that's that also to prosecute the KKK as a terrorist organization legally uh, dubious, given the FBI uh, doesn't have the power on that. And they cleared to declare Juneteenth once again a holiday. Um, the connection between the White House and Ice Cube was engineered by Ken Kersen. Now, Ken Kersen is a former editor in chief of Jared Kushner's New York Observer and a longtime friend of Ice Cube's business partner, Jeff. How you say it? Quantinets. K W A T I, yeah, K W A T I N T Z. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's that with the whole situation. I, I don't have a problem with this because you know somebody got to do something different here. You know, we've been in right in, in a fucked up situation for so long. Who's going to do something different? So somebody dealing with Trump, I think it's bullshit that people, all these actors and comedians and shit sitting there like, oh, Ice Cube ain't shit for doing that. Fuck you and fuck your agenda. Let it happen. Let's right. see what happens. You right. know what I'm saying? What you got to right. say about because, that? That's right. Yeah, you got to communicate. I don't give a fuck. You got to communicate. And you know that saying, G, keep your enemies closer. So guess what? If he if he's the enemy and Cube is the only one stepping up and making it happen, because Cube ain't just been talking about this. He been, this is a plan he's been putting together. And like he said, I watched him in the interview. It's not him. It's yeah. the collective of people who put this thing together. And he's got the voice. He's got the platform to say, hey, look, listen, I'm Ice Cube. I'm this star, whatever. I need to talk to somebody. Somebody's going to talk to me. And Trump chose to, his crew chose to talk to him. Biden and them didn't want to talk. I got to talk to who want to talk. I'm willing to talk to anybody. But whoever came through the door first to talk to me, going to talk to me. Right. I know one thing. He ain't, he ain't get no photo op and go up there with a MAGA hat on and smiles and tell him, tell him, if I Cube ain't smiling. He ain't being compromised. He's yeah. being dead serious, man. And black people, not only black people, but people in general. Of course, this is political. And we know when we're dealing with politics, right. things get crazy. Yep. Anything is fair in politics, so they say. But Cube is trying to represent the agenda to make sure that we represent it in the right way. Really, originally for the first time where he's talking about from top to bottom, not just middle class like America. He's right. talking about from the very bottom all the way to the tippity top. So. Yeah, fuck whoever's not understanding the fact that he's communicating with the people. That's right. That's right. So big up the cube. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll see more projects from this man within the next year or so. And uh, we'll, we'll follow this one and see what happens with it. All right. So uh, that's pretty much that <clears throat> with the Ice Cube situation. Uh, the next yeah, piece yeah. We, yeah, yeah. The next piece <laughs> we're going to get into is Dr. Umar Johnson. Oh, shit. Yeah, come on, Dr. Come Umar on, Johnson. Come on. So, yeah, all right. So, if you're listening to this show, you might know, know about the black conscious community or you might not know about the black conscious community. But what that is is basically a community of people with consciousness amongst us, you know, that's putting out several YouTube videos and been on YouTube now since the beginning of 2006. But before that, a lot of guys were even on the lecture circuit in the 70s, 80s, 90s, or whatever, just yeah. talking about everything okay. from health to the occult 
to black power, mm-hmm. organizing as black people, educating black people, and things of that nature. So you had your, you know, your Syrah suit and Setis come out of this whole thing, your Tariq Nasheeds. Uh, Sarnetta. So, so, well, we're going to get to Sarnetta in a minute because he's the Vincent Man of the whole thing. But Sarnetta, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the people associated with the Nation of Islam, such as Wesley Muhammad uh, and a couple others there, and, you know, just different people. And they've had different lectures and knowledge battles over the years. Like like I said, Sarnetta is yep. like the Vince McMahon. Like he had one, for example, I think it was uh, Sarah Sutton City versus the Nation of Islam or something like that. So they were yep. like at a school out there and they, you know, they let it go for about three hours just kicking it and, you know, mm-hmm. the disagreances and things like that. They put it on the big screen. So, you know, they got different things like that. And then, like I said, you got your health people like Layla Africa, um, right, uh, right. Dr. Sebi and other people like that that have done lectures over the years. So it's some a lot of good in the conscious community, but it's a, it's some negative on the flip side. And today we're going to talk mm-hmm. about Dr. Umar Johnson. So he's one of the guys that's been that's been out there lecturing for well over ten years now. I think uh, he's a doctor. Yeah. I think he has a doctorate in psychology or something like that. Um, but he's he goes around and lectures about raising black boys, psychological issues with black people, problems in the community, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll say this about Umar. A lot of good topics, a lot of good information. I'm not going to take none of that away from him. He's a very articulate brother. But within the last few years, he's been doing this thing where he's been raising money for a school for black boys. And that's been his angle. Um, I'll say this first. I think he had good instinctions or on doing something for black boys in the school. But I think he, as time went on, we're raising money. He kind of got away from the point. And at the same time, he, you know, he's still doing things. So I'll just say this. The name of the school is the Frederick Douglass. Hold on, hold on, G. If up? I can interject, but that, that sounds like something positive, a black school for black boys. Yeah. And, you know, so, so what happened? What, I mean, what, what, what went wrong? What happened with the fact that you know this is something that he's doing? He's raising money. He's, mm-hmm. he's raising awareness and consciousness mm-hmm. to the people. And going to do something for black boys who we know black men. We are the endangered. We are the hunted species. That's right. In this land. Right. So I don't understand. It's possible. So he's been raising money. I don't know the exact dollar amount. There's plenty of people to have investigative videos out there that you can find on YouTube. Lennon Iner, Monty Woodgrain, which is more comedic, but still a lot of points is there. And also, like, I think another one's called King Kong Crazy and another lady that was putting videos out. But he's been raising money forever, and this shit ain't set up. He's had about four or five opening dates. And none of that shit happened. Now he's saying it's going to be open in January, which is bullshit. Like I said, I'm all for this whole ideal, but it's to the point now where everybody is questioning the situation and it's, they're asking the questions. This nigga is just taking people money and sitting on it or spending it because ain't nothing happening. And then he's doing so much shit in between where ain't nobody in their right mind going to put their kid in this dude's school. All right. So the name of the school was supposed to be the Frederick Douglass and Marcus Garvey RBG International Leadership Academy. All right. So mm. this, this building is somewhere in the state of Delaware. It's in the hood. It was. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah, I yeah. think he's down the line of the lineage of Frederick Douglass, if I make no mistake. That's right? what they say. But that's another thing to look up, too. So. Um, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so so the schools, it's a nice. Oh. It was a nice campus at one point. It was a private school, I think. So it's about four buildings. He may only have access to two of the buildings. So he has the buildings. I mean, it was in his name or partner name or something like that. Uh, he have them, but the thing, or the whole situation is, 
ain't no fucking way you doing this right because it takes so much to open up a school. I, I'm speaking from experience, from working with the school system, dealing with 80 plus buildings, helping rebuild things for different people uh, um, on a government level and things like that. I know what it takes to run a building. He never mentioned mm-hmm. anything about a board. He never mentioned anything about a consistent plan of paying people for electrical work, uh, the, the cafeteria people, things of that nature. Just send donations, run them donations, send donations, send donations. And it, all this shit really is focused around gullible black women, really. If you if you look at who his fans are, but if you, even if you look at his YouTube page, a lot of people are roasting him in the comment section. You need to check that out. Um, I think his page is called King Kong Consciousness. Uh, so you can search King that. Kong okay. Yeah, that, that's his page. But he was on Lord Jamar's show within the last two weeks, and that really blew the lid off the whole situation with him because he finally got to sit mm. some sit down with somebody from the community. And talk about it for real, for real. And he asked some very nice questions to the man, and, and Umar kind of lost it, like he doing a lot of his videos. Um, but what I, so what I'm gonna do when right you say now, lost it? When you say lost it, I'm not. He, he, well, I'm gonna I'm 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 play it. Well, he he look, he acted acted unlike an educator. That's what he did. You know what I'm saying? So uh, this nigga uh, just went street. Okay. Whenever he get mad, he'll go street. And start screaming all types of yes. Took it to the hood. Yeah, took okay. it to the hood. So I'm gonna play a little piece of a clip, and this is from uh, Lord Jamar's show, which is not mean podcast. It's on YouTube. It might be on a podcast streaming platform too. I'm not sure. So this is him and Raw Digger talking to Dr. Umar Johnson. If you got a child in special ed, they've been ADHD conduct disorder. I'm the person you came to. I've been doing this work for over 20 years. My name is Etched in Stone. There is no such thing as I just woke up and heard about you. You're going to get some people like that. But most of our people know who I am because I help them save their kids or their children went to my school. I didn't just wake up yesterday. People know who I am. I got the books. I got the articles. I got the resume for that. Absolutely. You understand? So Some people just woke up, though. Everybody not. Even if you're not in the conscious community, you know who I am. I don't belong to the conscious community. I belong to the African race. I'm the most requested black scholar in the world, hands yeah, down. That's his favorite that's line. Mainstream yeah, but you got to understand how many people are not, don't even like, but they're not know about the scholars. Like, that's, that's what I mean. Like, are so far removed from the. They're not asking the negative questions, Jamar. They're not, the new people are not asking the negative questions. The negative questions are the haters. But, but I'm saying, is it a negative question to just. To want transparency. You see what I'm saying? Bro, to just want to know what's going on. Bro, what transparency are you talking about? We raised the money, we bought the schools. What transparency are you talking about? We raised the money, the little bit left is going to repair. What transparency are you talking about? You think I'm going to put the school bank account on YouTube? Well, you of course not. Of course not. On Twitter? You think I'm going to put the school bank account on Instagram? You watch your damn mind. I'll I think they that. I think they I maybe want a, more of a timeline of when it might open. Or school oh. Is building. Jamar don't discriminate. <laughs> Listen. Somebody built an institution. Why is he yelling? Right. Name somebody. You ain't got none of them. Name me I a mean, YouTuber doing what I'm doing. Any of them conscious dudes. Name one on my level. Name one building. You crazy. I they can't. can't hide my sneaks, bro. I can't. They All I can name shit. is my father-in-law. How many they kept out of jail, bro? They're not building shit. Right. So, so through the grass. What have they built, bro? Who you know in the conscious movement built an institution? Answer 
the only wow. one in my generation doing it. Well, you're building it. You're building it. It's yeah, not built bro. yet, though. It's <laughs> not built. Don't you worry about it. You be the first one there. Trust Beautiful. me. Beautiful. All right. <laughs> that was getting heavy, but I don't understand all the intensity coming from Dr. Umar like that. The educator, the scholar. It's supposed to be smoother than that. It's in the process. Right. We do have some funds available, which we're going to take care of some minor repairs. It's taking us a little longer. Seems like he was enraged for something. I don't know what that was, but that was ooh, that was intense. Very intense. And, and once again, the whole interview is on uh, Lori Jamar's page. They put it up a, a day ago, and it's a two-hour I'm going to go check minutes. that out. Yeah, two hours and six yeah. minutes. It's on the Yamin uh, Godcast YouTube page. So you can check it out on there. But yeah, he, you know, people can see right through this shit. He's taking, like I said, it's no plan, no board, because you're doing something that big with children and big ass buildings and i mean it takes so much to run big buildings and he so gonna... gee you're saying if i'm correct i to cut you but you're saying that you don't you think this is a farce you think that he's misleading the people he's taking advantage of the single black parent yeah. female specifically yeah. and that these monies are being swindled i think so Wow. Once you put all the cards wow. on the table, this shit ain't adding up because it takes so much to run a school like that. And if, he, if uh, and people came to him with the ideal, like, why don't you just do the shit online? Get licensed and do it like that. No, no, brother. I, you know, I got this together. I ain't got to talk to nobody. Lord Jamar even told him, hey, why don't you talk to my uh, father-in-law? Because he started a school in New York City, which is, you know, a big, massive project like what he's trying to do. No, I don't need them. I know teachers. I know this now. I don't need nobody. Like, dude. And this interview was last week, you said, right? The interview was about two weeks ago, but they took it down as soon as they recorded it, and they just put it back up yesterday. So they, okay, they no, I'm just saying that does make sense. It's going online. Remote learning is basically what's happening everywhere. Pretty much. So you, I think that might that is a great option as opposed to a physical school, which a lot of companies and corporations are getting out of the physical asset of the building because they're losing money. They don't need Correct. it. Their employees and students can do things online through this through technology. So I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah, because I, I mean, he's so full of shit. Cause like I said, even if he do have five hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars saved up. That ain't going to be enough to run those big-ass buildings properly through all the seasons of the year. Because yeah. you're talking yeah. to an mean, engineer alone, a good one, he's going to have to get paid. You know, it ain't just, you know, going in there and turning the heat on 70 in the winter yeah. and then coming back and turning it off. Come on, you got yeah, so much nah. shit you got to run with these buildings. I mean, they could be running Every off of day. oil, steam, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You got to take care you of that You have to shit. pay that engineer. He's going to get at least a buck fifty. <sighs> For the year, at least. Hell yeah, and it's crew because shit. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. you see them sitting around yeah. a lot, but they got a lot of shit to do because you got to keep the grounds up, cut the grass, mm -hmm. this go wrong, mm -hmm. that go wrong, teacher complaints, inspections. Yeah, so yeah. it's all bullshit. But if you want to do more research on Umar, definitely go over to his YouTube page, which is King was it King Kong Consciousness and Lord Jamar. Check yeah. out Lord Jamar joint, and then also like, once again, I'm gonna put these boys back out there. Monty Woodgrain, he's doing some funny comedy skits on the whole situation, and also Lennon okay. Honor. Like Lennon Honor does about nine hours a week now, just talking about Umar. Some people say it's crazy, but I find this shit very interesting because. You know, so they on it. They watch. It. They they on it. They watching it, man. So that's that. Um, on that situation, man. Speaking of watching things, have you been watching anything on Netflix here lately? Any good shows or anything like that? No, I haven't got the chance to. But people coming up to me asking me like, "Oh, did you see this one? Oh, this is a good one. This is a good right. one. Oh, you know, what I did watch. I did get to watch something. Uh, I think Sharon Stone is in it. Okay, Ratchet. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't yeah, watch but that, that was one. Surreal. Yeah, that was kind of that was crazy. I think uh, I forgot his name. One of the uh, actors, actors, one of the executive producers on it. But that was pretty good. But what you got though? What what you been watching? Last thing I watched on there was pretty good too. It's called American Murder. And oh, I did see that. You did see that. That's the guy. That's the guy with the wife and the daughter. Yeah, yeah. We ain't gonna give away what happened in the whole oh. movie, but. That's something you gotta see. So basically, it's about yeah. I forgot. I did watch that. That uh, was that was yeah, man. Uh, it was wow. a husband and wife. Uh, they mm-hmm. ended up having two kids. They were kind of like I guess they were like in their late mid thirties, early forties, or something like that. Got a nice mm-hmm. house in suburbia, and then one day, um, the two girls don't the tell wife, them all. Don't tell them everything. I'm not gonna tell them everything, <laughs> but let's just say people. It was started, the American dream. It's the American it was dream. The American dream. Yep, uh-huh. and I ain't gonna say nothing, but something happened. So once again, you yeah. had a husband and wife and two little girls. Perfect American dream. I will say this mm. about the whole show: Did she or did she not seem like a bitch when you was reading those text messages and the way she was whining and stuff? I mean, you that that's all dealing with perspective, mm-hmm. knowing the whole story and what was really truly going on. I don't. I think that you know she was a bitch. Y'all. I think that she. Well, I just want to say she was she she was a wife, and you know this this is something that you know it happens in a lot of relationships, and right. I think that's maybe that's normal behavior for females. They go through things, and I'm not saying it's the reason why, but they have chemical imbalances throughout the time of the month and cycles, and they have children, which those things off extracts from the body. They change. Constantly throughout their life, they've been changing and changing and changing. So, yeah, those texts was kind of, you know, I would have been like, hey, what's, you know. But, I mean, the, the way things happen, man, I, I, I don't think that, that was just <laughs> extreme, and, and the reason so. is you, you got to be like, you, you did all this for that. Right. We right. ain't going to get into it. We ain't going to give away the story. But go on Netflix and check out American Murder. The family next door yeah. is, is definitely a working wow. tale, and I deal with people like every month, like that live in those situations. And sometimes I think, you know, are these motherfuckers. Hey, gee, that shit really could be happening, happening right now. Hell yeah, because yeah. I go in these houses, I don't know, but everything look perfect. You know, fucking mm-hmm. everything's perfect, That's everything it. clean, and you just never yeah. know what the fuck going on. <laughs> this motherfucker about to. <laughs> yeah, if the walls could talk, right? If the walls could talk. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, man. So you, you never know. But on that note, we're going to go ahead and end this week's episode of the Scramble Life podcast. Remember, you can check us out online on all streaming platforms. Uh, yeah. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, That's Red right. Circle, Google Podcasts. Uh, missing That's somebody. Right. Uh, it's a couple. Uh, we're pretty much on all streaming platforms, though. You can check us out. And, uh, scramble life scramble life and we're gonna be back next week or maybe the week after with another episode uh we're gonna have a guest this time and we're gonna talk about some different things um because we all dealt in the same circles in the music industry over the last 25 years or so and cross paths so the next one's gonna be a very interesting show but on that note Indeed. uh yeah yeah i'm gonna go on ahead and in this episode this is your boy g and oh yeah also you can email us if you want Tell us your stories and different things or I show ideals at the scramble life at gmail.com. That's the scramble life at gmail.com. We also got an Instagram up too. Uh, that's the scramble life at the scramble life. So check that out. And on that note, we about to get out of here. Y'all peace. Yeah. Yeah. See you next week. G. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Motherfucker. Van Gogh. 